Welcome to StatQuell, the podcast where we uncover the mysteries of reality, current trends, perceptions, and mental health. I'm your host, Ron, and today we'll dive into the dangers of prioritizing subjective reality over objective truth and the harmful consequences of forcing people, especially children, to embrace subjective beliefs. In a world where misinformation and manipulation are prevalent, it's crucial to examine how this dynamic can jeopardize not only individual lives, but also the future of society as a whole. So let's begin our exploration. Hey everyone, thank you for joining us for today with this podcast. Uh, Our topic centers around the negative impact of choosing subjective reality over objective truth and a subsequent forceful imposition of subjective beliefs. Let's start by defining our term. Subjective reality refers to an individual's personal interpretation of events shaped by their beliefs, experiences, and biases. Objective reality, on the other hand, represents the external world as objectively exists, free from personal bias or opinions, or fact-based, to put it in simpler terms. When we prioritize subjective reality, we risk distorting facts, denying empirical evidence, and promoting a version of reality that aligns with our own desires or agendas. This tendency becomes particularly concerning when individuals, especially children, are forced to believe in adhere to subjective beliefs rather than objective truth. Uh, Meaning you can have parental manipulation where depending on what your parents views are, if they're very narcissistic, they'll they'll put their beliefs through their children to express how they really feel. Parental manipulation plays a significant role in shaping a child's perception of reality. When parents intentionally impose their subjective beliefs on their children, it can have lasting negative effects. Children rely on their parents for guidance and trust and to provide them with accurate info about the world. However, when parents prioritize subjective beliefs over objective truth, they distort their children's understanding of reality, potentially limiting their critical thinking skills and ability to discern fact from fiction. This manipulation can be harmful on multiple levels. Firstly, it impedes the child's cognitive development by denying them opportunity to explore and engage with a diverse range of ideas and perspectives, meaning you're just limiting them to what you want them to believe, but not actually let them choose what they want to believe. When children are forced into a singular subjective reality, it hinders their ability to think independently and critically evaluate information. Furthermore, this manipulation affects a child's emotional well-being. Being forced to believe in a subjective reality that contradicts objective truth can lead to confusion, internal conflict, and a sense of disconnectedness from the world. It can also strain their relationships with peers who may have different beliefs or experiences leading to social isolation and potential long-term psychological effects. And I think that's very important to take in consideration to what I just said. A lot of the times when you have parents that like put their views on their children you can always tell the ones that do that just by how they act, how whenever they don't get their way, they burst out, they scream like a lot of these liberals do today. The ones with the colored hair, the ones that believe that anything that they don't believe in is completely wrong rather than having the time to have a conversation and speak on the differences of what they believe. But the consequences of prioritizing subjective reality and force it upon others extend beyond individual lives. They pose a threat to the future of society as a whole. When a significant portion of the population embraces subjective beliefs over objective truth, it erodes the foundations of democracy, rational discourse, and evidence-based decision-making. In a world where subjective reality prevails, divisions deepen, 
Trust in institutions crumbles and collective problem solving becomes increasingly challenging. It becomes difficult to address pressing global issues such as climate change, inequality, or public health crisis, which subjective beliefs and misinformation hinder the adoption of evidence-based solutions. Like I always say, facts don't care about your opinions. So when you're constantly putting things out on how you feel, you completely disregard reality. So like, for example, if there's a blind person or a colorblind person looking at my shirt, my shirt's red and they keep saying it's blue. Well, to them, in their perspective, reality, subjective reality, they think it's red because they can't tell. But to me, I know the true color of the shirt. And it's the same way that's going on now in the United States. And for all my listeners that are from out of the country, I know you probably see a lot of stuff on the news about the United States and how crazy it may seem for the stuff that they focus on. I promise we're all not like this. It's not as bad as it seems. Trust me on that. So what we can do to counteract this dangerous trend, it begins with fostering a culture of critical thinking, media literacy, and open-mindedness. We must teach children and adults alike to question, evaluate evidence, and seek multiple perspectives. By promoting a robust education system that emphasizes the importance of objective truth and encourages intellectual curiosity, we equip future generations with the tool to navigate a complex and interconnected world. So if we all can understand that the media is only going to put what they want us to see and not always the truth and what we should be listening to, but what they want us to listen to, to boost their numbers. I mean, they're going to talk down on other situations or other people, depending on which way they lean on the political spectrum or social dynamic spectrum, however you want to define it. They're only going to show you what they want you to show you. I mean, it's understandable. I mean, if I'm a business and I want to get your business, I want to tell you how I'm good and what I can offer compared to the other guys so I can make myself stand out to build trust with you to further engage our relationship. Additionally to that, we must cultivate empathy and respect for diverse viewpoints, meaning don't be a bigot. Let people have their viewpoints, but let's have civil conversations. By engaging in respectful dialogue and acknowledging the value of objective truth, we can bridge divides and foster a more inclusive society. So we're allowed to sit there and have conversations, we can shorten this division between the people in the United States, whether it's racially, whether it has to do with this gender issue going on, whether it's issues on climate control, politics, and anything else that seems popular that's on the news nowadays. It's essential to recognize that objective reality exists independently of our personal beliefs and biases, and it is our collective responsibility to uphold it for the betterment of our shared future. So no matter how we may feel, you have to understand that reality is reality and facts are facts, no matter how we feel about it. And a perfect example is this is going back to during the 2020 election when they kept talking about how police were just going around killing black people. I mean, if we look at the statistics, it does not follow that more white people were killed by police than there were black people. But I know people just want to bring in the population thing and that, that's understandable. But if we want to bring in the population, we can also see who accounts for most of the violent crimes. And it isn't white people. And I don't mean to get racial. I'm just using this example. As to what I mean is in facts, don't care about your opinion. Facts don't care about your bias. If it doesn't promote what's actually true in reality. As we conclude this episode, let's reflect on the potential dangers of treating subjective reality over objective truth and harm it inflicts, particularly on children who are subjected to parental manipulation by prioritizing objective reality. Nurturing critical thinking skills and fostering a culture of open-mindedness, we can safeguard the future and build a society based on rationality, truth, and mutual understanding. And there's something else I want to add into this. 
that I happened to watch last night. I was watching a little documentary on John Wayne Gacy, a, a very famous serial killer who was killing young boys. Well, he was raping them and killing young boys and burying them under his house. They were talking about John Wayne Gacy's life as a child and how his dad completely just verbally and physically abused him as a child. So he didn't know what to believe. He didn't know how to act. And they really messed up his mindset, his mental health. Mental health is a very strong subject in today's world. And we seem to not want to take it serious at all. I mean, oh, we have men's mental health month, but that's overtaken by pride month. I mean, men are more likely to be in prison. Men are more likely to commit suicide and things like that. So they don't seem to contribute to that and want to speak too much on that. So here's a prime example of a famous serial killer whose mental health was completely gone by his parents. And this plays into the episode where we talked about today, how parents really shape how a child will grow up. And today more people are expressing perspective reality over objective reality just because of how they feel. So they rather people believe in things of how they feel than actual truth, like how they believe that a trans woman or a trans man is the actual opposite sex. It's not because if that was a really a man or really a woman, you wouldn't have to put another title in front of it. Like I said, that's okay. If they want to believe that I'm not going to be so far against them, but don't try to convince me with your perspective. Reality, my objective reality proves that a man cannot get pregnant. A born woman does not have a penis. And that you are born the way you are, whether you like it or not. But in today's world, it seems like in the USA specifically, they are pushing promotion of self-hate and making it okay. But the time when somebody wants to speak up against it, there's an issue. I mean, in recent news, the famous streamer Nick Merckx, he he tweeted to a video where he saw parents fighting teachers at a student conference out in California because they didn't want to teach them all the, the trans and LGBTQ curriculums in school. All he said was they just need to leave children alone because we all know children are very gullible and impressionable. And he got backlash for that. I think it was absolutely crazy for what Call of Duty did to him by deleting his bundle, but he is getting a lot of support from his peers about this, about the situation. So going forward, if we could just teach everybody to have civil conversations and respect people's opinions, because we have to understand that a lot of people believe I respect that you can have an opinion the same way that I can have an opinion, but I don't have to believe all of your opinions and beliefs, just like you don't have to believe all my opinions and beliefs, but we can still live together. We don't have to be so divided by this, these extremist point of views that seem to be taking the USA by storm right now. I mean, we can all see how the subjective reality doesn't work here in this capitalistic society. I mean, we can look at Bud Light. It lost about $25 billion since they added the trans woman to their marketing scheme. And then we see Target, who lost about $9 billion after adding the, the dick-hiding swimsuits and the satanic sections in the Targets. But hey, if that's what they want to sell, like I don't, I, don't, I don't have a problem with having stores that have sections that have products that will get customers based on their interests and their lifestyle. I have no problem with that. It's just when you start putting things in kids sections, it, it, it becomes an issue. So thank you for joining me on this journey today. And until next time, be safe. Tell somebody you love them, respect everybody and have a good day.